0: Hello, welcome to this week's edition of SBC. This week, a roundup of news and views from around the Southern Baptist Convention. SBC This Week is hosted by Amy Whitfield and Jonathan Howe.
1: Hey, Jonathan, how's it going?
0: It's going good. Happy Easter, Amy.
1: Happy Easter to you as well. Do you have big plans with your family? No, you. Actually, no. We're <laughs> staying here. We're the most
0: boring people in America.
1: Yes, staying here. Well, here's the thing. We're at a stage. I mean, you've still got a. A, a child that's like elementary age, but Too for old, us, yeah. you know, there there are years where Easter is filled with lots of things. There's egg hunts. There's you know just all kinds of things going on. And then as as they get older, you just go to church on Easter Sunday, and that's that's pretty much what you do. Yeah. So that's us.
0: Well, I mean, we'll pretty much do the same thing. You know, Beth being on church staff, so she's got a lot going. It's a busy week for her, but we're busy with church stuff. And you it know.
1: is exciting though, after last year, when none of us,
0: that's a good point. I'd forgotten about this. We, we didn't right. have church in person. Hardly anybody had church in person on Easter last year. And now this year, being able to, to celebrate that in person, that that is kind of cool.
1: That's right. Last year, Easter Sunday was the one day for online worship that we got up and we dressed we dressed up and everything like we because we we wanted to make it special and we went out we went out and used the timer because we didn't even it was so early in the pandemic we didn't even want to go ask the neighbor to take a family picture so we you know did, did all that to still make it a special day um but so so it is really nice to be back with church families
0: yes absolutely do wish all of our listeners a great Easter as well. Hopefully your churches will have a great celebration of the resurrection on Sunday. So uh, if you do anything neat or have anything great happen, uh, we'd love to hear about it. Hit us up on Twitter or Facebook or wherever. So uh, you can easily get in touch with us, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Many of you have our cell phone numbers, so uh, you can do it that way too. So love to hear uh, what's going on in your churches and how God's moving in your churches. Also, before we get into this week's episode, we do want to thank our sponsor each and every week here on the podcast. We are sponsored by Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, where you can get the theological training and the hands-on experience you need to thrive in ministry. Wherever and however God is calling you to serve the church and fulfill the Great Commission, Southwestern offers a degree path to equip you. Whether you're pursuing a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, Southwestern Seminary is here to walk alongside you as you live your calling. You can find out more about Southwestern over at SWBTS.edu. That's swbts.edu. Amy, we start to with some news in your neck of the woods. Good friend of the pod, Todd Unzicker, has been named as the nominee for the executive directorship of the North Carolina Baptist Convention.
1: That's right. So big announcement. It it uh came in Baptist press earlier in the week. Uh, it came from the Biblical Recorder, but it but it dropped in Baptist Press earlier this week. Of course, it's what a lot of people are talking about around here where I live. Um, so Milton Hollyfield had announced his retirement several you know months back, a year ago, I guess. And then Brian Upshaw is the interim executive director. So everyone's been kind of waiting to see what would come from the search committee, and this was a, a big announcement. So they uh, they announced that. Todd is uniquely gifted to lead North Carolina Baptists into the uncharted waters of the present and future generations. So we have a great uh, article that is on at Baptist Press. We'll drop it in the show notes and kind of shares a little bit about thoughts for the future in North Carolina. So there, there are a few procedural steps that we have to go through here. It'll go to the Board, special called meeting of board of directors that will will happen there and then they will nominate him to the full convention
0: yes so april 16th is that board of directors meeting that's two weeks from the date that this drops so uh, this podcast dropping on april the 2nd so in two weeks on the 16th that board of directors meeting will happen and then later on we'll have a special called meeting in north carolina you gonna be able to go to that you think
1: uh, that's the plan. I mean, I, well, be, I don't know right? when. They'll they'll do a special called meeting, and they'll have to announce the date of that. So as long as I am not out of town or something like that, I will make my way to wherever that is.
0: But you, can, you can cover it for us. How about that?
1: I, I boots, could do that. Boots on the ground. Boots on the ground. You're always going to cover ground. things.
0: I'm not sending you on a train to D.C. this week, but I will send you to this. How about that? That's
1: right. That's right.
0: So I may even cover your gas mileage. Uh, speaking of trains, Amy, did you see the Amtrak news this week? I know this is off topic.
1: I I absolutely did, and I'm very excited about it. They released kind of that new map with some other routes. Nashville is on there. We finally did
0: Amtrak. Yeah, how about that? So that's yes. Neat. All right, back to this. A little bit more about Todd. Todd is a 44 year old native from the D.C. area. Currently, he serves as the chief of staff over at the summit in the Raleigh-Durham area. And i just worked closely with J.D. Greer, who's the Southern Baptist Convention president, over the last three years, and uh, helped him out with that presidency and all the, the logistics that go on with that. Before going to the summit staff in 2012, uh, he was a director of missions at the Holmes Baptist Association in Bonifay. That's a, the AMS position now, uh, down in Bonifay, Florida. And, uh, before that served as a missionary in Central America for two years. Uh, Todd has worked closely with the Hoosier One and GoTo uh, initiatives from the summit as well as Caring Well uh, that the, uh, the president and the sexual abuse advisory group, uh, had put out a couple of years ago. Todd's been up to his elbows in Southern Baptist life over the past few years and his role over at the summit. And, uh, you know, if things go according uh, to this nomination, then uh, he will be the guy in North Carolina. So uh, congrats to Todd on the nomination here. And uh, looking forward to those meetings in April. And if that goes well, in May in North Carolina. Will they hold that in uh, Greensboro, you think, Amy?
1: You know, I don't know. Typically when they do things like that, I mean, our annual meeting is in Greensboro. And so it, if they have to have a special meeting, kind of like they did the special call meeting, when we had to cancel in the fall they try to find something that is centrally located so greensboro winston salem that type of of location that's large enough to fit everybody but can also get like easy for western and eastern parts of the state so right. i would i would guess greensboro or winston we'll see if see. you can
0: talk them into kinston
1: oh man I love Kinston. I doubt there is a place that will <laughs> hold everyone, and I don't know if uh, I, I don't know if we could, if I, I probably could not get reservations for dinner. But uh, the chef and the farmer, I think, is probably what you're what you're getting at there, which is an absolutely excellent, where I was going. It is an excellent restaurant.
0: If, if you could talk them into having it in Kingston, I'll come cover it. How
1: about that? I bet I bet you would. I bet you would.
0: I'm in. Or in Winston-Salem, I could come to Old Salem. But Old Town Salem, I don't think is open right now, so we'll see Probably next. not. Alrighty. Well, congrats to Todd, and uh, we'll cover, we'll cover that in a couple of weeks when that meeting happens. Up to Alaska, Amy, the Great White North. They celebrated their 75th anniversary this past week, and uh, one of our co-workers, Willie McLaurin, was up there, preached at it.
1: That's right. So 75 years For Alaska Baptists, they had their organizational meeting March twenty seventh and twenty eighth, nineteen forty six. Now it's known as the Alaska Baptist Resource Network. So it was kind of a great opportunity to celebrate them. Um, Randy Covington, the executive director there, shared, you know, uh, 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 shared some things at the at the celebration. talked about his experience. In his experience growing up in Alaska, and then, like you said, Willie McLaurin was there to um, to preach and to celebrate with them. He said, any way you slice it, Alaska is a mission field where the gospel is being preached through churches, pastors, and associations. So just a really, really cool thing. Great celebration. 75 years. It's pretty amazing.
0: <laughs> pretty amazing. So largest state convention we have, Amy, in square miles.
1: Right. That's correct.
0: <laughs> we, because a, you get to clarify that a lot, right?
1: Right, because it's the largest state we have. Yeah, in square miles.
0: Yes. So, but not the one with the churches furthest from one another. So that would be Hawaii Pacific.
1: Oh yeah, you're right. You're right because Hawaii Pacific has churches in even other countries. So yes. that's Japan, Guam, other,
0: Hawaii. That's right. That's they're right. all over the that's place. Whole other thing. So. That's yes. why it's the Hawaii. Pacific Convention. That's correct. And not just the Hawaii Convention. All right. Well, hey, congrats to our friends up in Alaska, Randy Covington and the entire team up there at the state convention on 75 years. Uh, we'll see Randy in uh, probably just a few weeks at the SBC annual meeting. So uh, congrats to them. I know Willie enjoyed his time up in the Great White North, uh, but he's back now. So um, hope he had fun. All right. Some news, Amy, speaking of the annual meeting, we've got a third for the second.
1: That's right, because we already had announcements that Javier Chavez and Dusty Durbin would be nominated for second vice president. Well, now we've got another announcement that Texas Pastor Ramon Medina will be nominated by Grant Gaines for second vice president at the 2021 SBC annual meeting.
0: Ramon has served since 2006 as the lead pastor to the Spanish ministry at Champion Forest Baptist Church. In Houston and has helped plant at least eight churches in the U.S., Latin America, and Asia. And also has helped with their church planning residency program. So real hard for church planning uh, there in the North Houston area.
1: Yeah, so since 2006, the Spanish congregation has grown from 60 members to more than 3,000 each week. So that that's is certainly, wow. a, yeah, incredible testimony yeah. Uh, to God's faithfulness.
0: Yeah, all right. Well, that's cool. Short week this week, Amy. Not a whole lot of news. Uh, kind of a slow SBC news week. I'm sure things will pick up the closer we get to the convention. But uh, that is going to bring us to my favorite part of the week, this week in SBC history. Amy, blow our minds.
1: We're going to go to 1963. And uh, you know how I like talking about these different groups that meet? We had the oh, yeah.
0: computer users. Yeah, they've got a couple of people wanting to fire that back up, by the way.
1: I Well, I've actually seen some chatter about that. Patrick since, Watts,
0: he wants to fire that back that. up. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, well, it seems like pretty much everybody, if you have a cell phone, you're a computer user. So, this is true. This you is know, true. anybody can join it. All right, so there was, I don't know if you know this, there was an institute for church secretaries Whoa. of the Southern Baptist Convention.
0: Seriously? Yes. An institute.
1: Yes, and they hosted, I think this is pretty cool. They hosted their fourth annual uh meeting, I guess, the fourth annual institute at southern seminary in louisville kentucky Um, and they were announcing it this week so they were like registration was opening up and so they it was conferences from seminary professors and denominational workers that were were going to handle everything and it was going to have uh, sessions on church communications and publications Writing and preserving historical records of the local church and church record filing. They also were going to give guided tours of Louisville churches and their church offices, and so um, so a lot of the the people that were the were on the program were. They were editors of church administration materials, uh, consultants from the Sunday School Board, you know, uh, the executive secretary of the Southern Baptist Historical Commission at the time, Davis Woolley. So it was kind of a, a thing, and it, re- and it reminds me, or it shows you all the things that church secretaries were doing, kind of that instrumental role, and how important um, record-keeping was And communications, you know, now church staffs are structured so differently. And I mean, good night. What is most of us, you know, records are being kept in... Dropbox or go back and look at the Facebook posts or things like that. That's where sort of your church records are. But at that time, uh, I I guess it was incredibly important and the church secretary had to be trained in all of those things. And so it's it's pretty cool that it was kind of like a professional development opportunity. And they had announced it was the fourth year. I don't know how many they had after that, but they were opening registration for that one this week in S V C history.
0: Fascinating. Fascinating. Did you see that uh, also in this issue that Southern Seminary was having Braveheart Week?
1: William Wallace Week. Yes, it was honoring the memory of a Southern Baptist medical missionary who died in a Chinese communist prison after World War II. So I don't believe it was the same William Wallace.
0: Yeah, but that gives me an excuse to play this yes not the same william wallace i don't think so don't think so so do they still celebrate that at southern do we know
1: well when i worked there which i worked there for four years i have no memory of it so i don't think so but
0: you've forgotten a lot of things over the years though so it's I certainly
1: have I certainly have but I was one of my responsibilities was to be in charge of like special weeks you know and now if it was student life they might do it but was to be in charge of lecture series and things like that in charge of the logistics not you know uh, everything but so I don't remember William Wallace week
0: okay well
1: yeah but this is anyway this is an overall very interesting issue eleven pages you don't always get that with these There's old a lot Baptist of stories what's happening?
0: A lot more happening in nineteen sixty three than in two thousand yes. and twenty one.
1: And this is the same thing that we will see sometimes where they were getting ready for Kansas City for the annual meeting, and overflowing hotels turn interest to homes. So they were already the the hotels were were full. and so they were asking people to open their homes. And then they were then they were actually pushing people to start thinking a year ahead. Uh, in making their plans for Atlantic City in 1964.
0: All right. Well, that's going to bring us to our resources of the week. Amy, your resource of the week is?
1: A new book uh, that has come out by George Braswell. So Southeastern Seminary has announced... This week, it's a book called 14 Journeys, Learning to Engage with Christian Civility and Charity in an Increasingly Pluralistic World. So George Braswell was on faculty here for years and years. Very, very sweet, kind man, lives in the area. His library is housed on campus at Southeastern. And um, and so this, this book has now come out really telling his stories through the years as he was on the mission field. Um, He was the only Christian to be invited to teach at the Faculty of Islamic Theology at the University of Tehran, and he was the first Southern Baptist missionary to Iran in 1968. So a lot of great uh, stories and great wisdom to share. I love Dr. Braswell, and so we're going to put a link in the show notes of the release from Southeastern about the book, but then there's also a video that they did about a five minute video with Dr. Braswell kind of sharing what they're calling his great commission story. So that's my resource.
0: Very cool. We'll put the video in the bottom of uh, the show notes as well. So you can check that out. All right. My resource of the week is the live stream on Monday. So hopefully you're listening to this Easter weekend and it's not Monday or it's at least not past seven o'clock Monday night, whenever you're listening to this, because Andrew Peterson's got another live stream, you know, if you've listened to this podcast for any time, that we love us some Andrew Peterson here, and we love us some Andrew Peterson live streams here. Yes. So, this one's happening Monday. We may have talked about this one a few weeks ago before, but it's, since it's happening Monday, I'm bringing it back up again. The live from the Ryman Auditorium of Resurrection Letters. So, he's got an entire show very similar to Behold the Lamb of God, which we see around Christmas time. This yes. is an Easter one, and it is Fantastic.
1: Yep, very exciting and great to be able to watch it in the homes. So this will be um, now. I didn't do for my resource because I wasn't sure people. I wasn't sure people would hear it in time. But on Good Friday, the Sight and Sound Theater in Branson is doing a live uh, web, you know, live stream of uh, the Jesus play. Which I we had Jesus in
0: Baptist Press, by the way. Just want to point that out.
1: Yes. Yes, I know. The guy who plays um, Jesus, and then and then they're going to, I think, play it on. Maybe you, you can webcast it again on Saturday, like replays yeah. or whatever. The app,
0: it's all available there. It's
1: no, it's the Sight and Sound app because oh TBN, yeah, because Sight and Sound, no Sight and Sound is doing it on their own this year. Oh it's really? Something okay. Through them, yeah. So I think there's information um, that we can share, but I'm pretty excited because I'm going to do that this weekend and the Andrew Peterson concert.
0: All right. Me too. I've already bought my tickets for the live stream Monday night. Um I didn't even check and see if there's a hockey game in conflict with it, but if there is, guess who wins?
1: Andrew Peterson.
0: Andrew Peterson, absolutely. Yes. So. Well,
1: I can I I love all of his concerts and I love the Sight and Sound production of Jesus. I saw it in Pennsylvania a couple of really? years ago. Okay. Yep. Yep, and it was because they they have one in Pennsylvania and they have one in uh, Branson. Branson, and they I think they switch productions or yeah. they alternate productions. You, you know so which one I would go to. You would go to Branson, yes, yeah, absolutely. So, and I had heard that Sight and Sound was was great. I'd heard that, and so I was looking forward to it, but that production absolutely blew me out of the water, exceeded all my expectations.
0: Oh, and it's so, fantastic. We've watched yeah. the Noah one. We watched one, I think it was the Peter one a couple of years ago. They did mm-hmm. one on the life of Peter as, a, yeah. as an apostle, and oh man, incredible. Uh, yep. the, the production value, the quality, I mean, it is absolutely top notch.
1: It's, it, it's so, amazing. Really is amazing.
0: So, so, so we will definitely watch that in the How House this weekend. Uh, Beth and I have already been talking about that. So, And then Monday night, we're going to watch the live stream of Resurrection Letters, live from the Ryman Auditorium. Unfortunately, can't be there. I did go to the first version of this, I think two years ago, uh, when he did it in 2019 at Grace Community Church here in Nashville, over on Old Hickory Boulevard at Granny White. And I went and sat in the front row with my son, Parker, and he absolutely loved it. So we'll watch it again Monday night. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. And I know everybody that streams it, that listens here, you're going to love it as well. It's fantastic.
1: Very special. Very special. Yeah.
0: All right. So those are our resources of the week. And that's kind of the episode this week, too. So uh, we do wish you a great uh, Easter weekend and celebrating the resurrection with your family and your church family. As well as I uh, want to thank our sponsors again, Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. Information on those guys over at swbts.edu. And, Amy, have a great Easter, and I'll see you next week.
1: See you next week.